2: hey cobbers from the land down under this is the cricket badger big bash daily podcast whether you're with the strikers the stars or the sixes you might be a renegade enjoy the heat love the thunder like a scorcher or prefer hurricanes brought to you in association with bluecrocodile.co.uk tie your kangaroo down put another shrimp on the barbie and enjoy the fun it's gonna be a ripper big bash 10
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome along. It's another edition of the Big Bash Daily. I'm James Butler, the Cricket Badger. Thank you to BlueCrocodile.co.uk for their continued support of these BBL dailies. Snapping up the right mortgages for you at Blue Croc Money on Twitter. Give them a look on their website, BlueCrocodile.co.uk. We've had two games today, and you'll see why I'm saying this in a minute. The cream rises to the top. My Perth Scorchers boy, they were successful in the second match of the day. We start off with the Brisbane Heat against the Melbourne Reds. Renegades and an important win for Brisbane Heat against the uh, bottom side Melbourne Renegades. They won that game by 26 runs and that's kept them in contention for the playoffs. Joined today by Sam Dalling and Abai Meta. And uh, Sam, we'll start with that game between Brisbane Heat and, and Melbourne. And yeah, you know, it, it, it can't be underestimated. I think I said to um, to Michael uh, yesterday that Brisbane Heat realistically probably have to win their last two games to see themselves through to the uh, the final five. Um, they've done half the job so far. That was a Good win for them against the Renegades today.
2: It was, and I think you I didn't hear that yesterday, but yeah, you're hundred percent right. It was. It was. I know we used the the cliche, but must win. They need. You know, the Renegades have been down the bottom, so the Heat had to win that one, and they did the job. Made slightly hard work of it. Put a good total on the board. Chris Lynds in in cracking. Nick smashed his way to fifty two. He's been really important to just come back. Uh, Minus Labuschagne made the, the highest score of his T20 career, I think, with his forty nine. And yeah, the Renegades did what. Even in the recent few weeks when they've been a bit better. They had kind of flurries at the top, but then fallen away. So Sam Harper, again, made a half century. But in the end, it looks quite comfortable on the scorecard. There was moments where you thought the Renegades could do it, but job done for Brisbane Heat as far as i concerned.
0: We've seen a number of test match players coming back into the sides Abai over the last few days and Marlas Labuschagne coming back in for the, the heat as well. He got 49 second behind uh, some said Chris Lynn top scoring on 52. Yeah, it's not a bad time, is it, to get reinforcements like that back into your side when you need to win games and you need to get back on track. You get Labuschagne in, one of the best batsmen in the world. Can't do you any harm?
1: Absolutely. This BBL is all about how teams would adjust with people coming in and going. I've been uh, observing that during this tournament and and uh, Manus Labushane hasn't done his, uh, he's uh, definitely raised his uh, uh, T20 stocks just before the IPL auctions, I would say. Some teams could probably look at him as a as a reserve batter in their teams. So he's done well. He's done his reputation good today.
0: He's been bowling a few overs as well, hasn't he, with his leggies? So he's got right. a couple of tidy overs in too. So he's a he's a multi-dimensional cricketer in T20. So he not only gets you runs, but you can get a couple of tidy overs out of him. Decent fielder. So he's a good acquisition.
1: Yes, indeed. Uh, an all-round cricketer or uh, thinking cricketer. I'm sure he will grow a lot with, you know, this uh, test series with India, he would have learned a lot because you learn a lot with failures. Uh, He didn't really fail. He did reasonably well you know he's also a proud Australian so they would have not felt so good after being defeated by India twice now I'm sure he's somebody who's going to learn more now and could and that could be a good thing for world cricket.
0: Samuel so with um, the reply from uh, the Renegades today obviously they've had a terrible series of games haven't they and confidence is low in that side and Finch falling early again is a competition that he'll want to forget as quickly as possible but even so at kind of like 50 odds for one at the start of the eighth over they were in contention there but then Sam Harper 57 from 32 he fell to Labashain important wicket taken by him and the wickets started to tumble and they never really then looked like they were going to get across the line Sean Marsh was the second man out of for 28 and the wickets fell in a cluster from there on
2: Yeah they did Mitchell Swepson bowled really well as well in that middle order there having not played much cricket in I mean, being in the test squad and not played but yeah it was they were set up well and then you needed I mean Finch you've just got to feel for him hasn't he? he's obviously of course, he's a a magnificent cricketer it's just like he's walked under a, a ladder uh, for this tournament there's <laughs> yeah. uh, something that's just happened it's just not going his way but it was just it didn't get going you know in that middle order where we've seen those that relatively useful youthful and useful Jake Fraser McGurk and Kenzie Harvey and Bo Webster we've all hit seen hit long balls in the recent few weeks all got in and out and you know as you say promising start and then it just kind of went and faded away just a shame but that's the story of their season I suppose and that is why they are marooned at the bottom of the table
0: yeah, I mean, they're guaranteed to be bottom now Yeah, for some time. It's looked like that, but Abai, they've had a terrible time, haven't they? Just the three wins from the 13 games played so far, 13 points, the 10 points behind Hobart Hurricanes in seventh. And it takes a bit of getting over that, doesn't it? It's, it's not going to be a happy camp there. I know the coaches, staff are already looking at next year and starting to talk up their chances next time around. They're going to learn things and move on and all the rest of it. But it's a, it's a tough campaign. If you're in a dressing room like that, suffering the results they've had, it can't have been much fun for
1: them. I think now it's been a couple of years of performances which haven't, haven't been good at all. They have won the BBL but after that it's just been dooms for them. Feel sorry for Finch. I think he's getting confused and this uh the ball coming into him is really uh making him, you know, sweat a lot uh in, in the sense that he's not able to overcome that problem much what Bhuvi had created for him uh in, at the IPL also I saw that he was trying to come down the track to every ball uh just like Matthew Hayden used to do and I didn't quite like it I just have a feeling he's he's thinking a lot about his technique and so on and he's far good at batter than what he's done uh, for during the BBL so it's it's worrisome actually yeah I mean he had a poor
0: IPL as well didn't he so he's kind of back-to-back poor tournaments for Aaron Finch so he'll be uh hopefully right. get back to winning ways well certainly on an individual individual run scoring basis pretty quickly in changing times like these, make a change yourself. Buy your own home. Still living with parents or renting? Why not buy your first property? Mortgage rates are lower than ever. Speak to Blue Crocodile. Blue Crocodile? Yeah, Blue Crocodile. They'll get you the right first time by a deal by searching the market
2: for the most competitive option for you. They don't bite. They're just straight-talking people like me. Give them a bell or go online. Blue Crocodile. Blue oh. Crocodile.
0: The Big Bash League table then after that has seen um, the Brisbane Heat rise to fourth in the table. They've got one game left and they're on 25 points. Melbourne Stars are on 24 after their defeat to the Perth Scorchers, which we'll talk about in a second. Adelaide Strikers have got two games left. They're on twenty-four. so they can rise above them. And Hobart Hurricanes have got two games left. They're on 23. So, yeah, although we keep getting these matches Sam and we, we're seeing the results and we're seeing the points added to, the, added to their tallies, it's as wide open as ever, isn't it? Hobart Hurricanes, who are in seventh can still win the big bash.
2: Yeah, it's extremely tight, which makes it exciting. For the fans I think the Hurricanes play the Sixers is it next I think that suddenly becomes a, a massive game but yeah hypothetically they can win it Um, even the Sixers who were breaking away have now been reeled in which I'm sure we as you said we will talk about a little bit later but it keeps it exciting I mean today I think that was the 50th game of big bash cricket of the season and we did kind of have a few words in the WhatsApp group about there being a bit of fatigue as the tournament going on too long but you can't knock the excitement in the middle at one every game The the table train changes drastically teams jump up and pop down just with one result so that's got to be a good thing shows they're getting the standards about right
0: that oh boy I said on yesterday's podcast uh, we gave uh, it was my birthday yesterday we gave birthday wishes out and uh, my wish was that the tournament was maybe slightly shorter but not just the big bash the IPL and, and all of these kind of tournaments I think they'd benefit from being a little bit more bite-sized and, and to grab people's attention for longer but the one thing from the big bash league organisers and cricket Australia you're coming into the playoffs with as I say seven teams still in contention for winning the big bash Yeah, you know, with the worst case scenario you've got loaded load of teams already dead and the the top five places cut and dry but it's far from that isn't it?
1: I think yes both BBL and IPL are a bit stretched I don't think they're going to reduce the number of matches at least next few years because the boards have lost a lot of money due to COVID and they want to recover that. So in that sense I, I think IPL is also going to be extended and BBL is not going to uh, be reduced. The matches in BBL are not going to be reduced. And regarding uh, the playoffs uh, scenario of BBL, I am a fan of uh, four teams qualifying for the you know the playoffs or the knockouts. I like the the IPL kind of uh, uh, scenario where uh, four teams qualify. I think five teams is too much. Do I I'm happy uh, I'm a Hobart Badger so I still have a chance
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean the, the, the five teams I mean it only lasts for one game doesn't it I mean it effectively just puts an extra game into that playoff situation where fourth plays fifth in a winner takes all chance to stay in the playoffs the, the loser of that game goes home so it adds the one game in but it's probably possibly one game that's a little bit unnecessary <laughs> good win today for the brisbane heat they uh, beat the melbourne renegades by 26 runs the heat make 173 for five and the melbourne renegades falling short as they have done for much of this competition all out for 147 let's move along to the much more important game the mighty perth scorches they've risen to the top of the big bash table they're my team i am their fan badger and they made 182 for four and we've seen uh, slightly kind of play within the play. This uh, in 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 this big bash. Alex Hales smashing the ball all over. Talked about as uh, yeah coming back into England, which let's face it is not going to happen. But uh, Jason Roy is kind of the, the comparison man in England's white ball setup. he's Had a, a pretty woeful time since the uh, the World Cup win. Hasn't been as consistent, or as effective in white ball cricket as he as he was before. But there was a, a time today I was watching out of the corner of my eye, or so I was commentating on the Test match, and he uh, raced to fifty four today, thirty two balls, seven fours, one six and I wondered Sam if he was very conscious of the fact that Hales was stealing the limelight and he, ne- he needed a score on the board
2: I had exactly the same thought of you as you James I, I had it on on the iPad uh, by the side of the test matches We're doing some stuff with that and it did, did look at one point you thought oh anything Hales can do Roy can do better sort of thing didn't quite materialise but he was some of the shots he, he played today looked a bit much more like his fluent and destructive best which we know it you know he can be and I'm sure if he was asked about it after the game he would have denied it Publicly, but it doesn't go unnoticed. You know, there's the guys know exactly what's happening, and he will have felt. Maybe he wouldn't have felt pressure, but it certainly would have. It would have registered certainly that Alex Hales got 100 yesterday, and he would have, or two days ago, sorry, and he would have been keen to get out there and, and score some runs himself for a multitude of reasons but that probably just added a little extra incentive yeah
0: Roy 54 Livingston his English opening partner 24 from him Colin Monroe he's in exceptional form at the moment 46 from 30 really did boost the uh, Perth Scorchers chances and Josh English who's been playing nicely too, 26 for him with about 182 for four the Perth Scorchers made and the Melbourne Stars Abai 70 from Nick Larkin he played beautifully in 44 balls nine fours and a the 6 for him but nobody else really did stand up and coming in into the final few overs, it was mathematically possible they could still get across the line, but it never looked likely. They needed boundary, 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 and they, they didn't get them. And Melbourne Stars will be disappointed with that defeat today, won't they? they? It's dropped them down to fifth. The two teams beneath them have played a game less, and it makes them highly vulnerable now.
1: Quite disappointing, I would say. Uh, I I bad them to go all the way, and uh, they've got a lot of superstars, Australian superstar, and they had uh, a lot of international superstars as well. Even though uh, Bassett didn't arrive, but they had good uh, placements and good options overall, lesser than previous years, I would say, but probably since they were not getting the trophy I thought it's good to have some uh, local players also who are not established so that the team can finally win. No it's not looking good and kind of I'm also thinking now that uh, last year as well they looked so strong they were storming through and Maxwell uh, lost his form. I think he also got injured but he still kept playing if I remember correct and um, it's still the same he's he's, uh, sort of tapering his form is tapering right now. they, They definitely need him to fire if they want to qualify fight
0: yeah, it's do or die now for the melbourne Stars, sam isn't it they've got one game they've got to win it and even that doesn't guarantee them progression to the playoffs it's not what they all have wanted as a franchise they're a team that has never won the big bash it's been there or thereabouts star studied team and they're under underperformed haven't they
2: yeah it's going to be an anxious few days isn't it all they can do is win their game and 28 points might not be enough to secure fifth i think they're an odd really odd side that actually they're well, their stars today perhaps didn't have fantastic outings. I mean, Zamp has been brilliant in the tournament, but he went 48 off his four today. Nathan Kortenaya oh. as well former Australia International. He went for 40. I think he started quite well Kortenaya, but then really went the distance towards the back end of the innings. And, and then Maxwell with the bat. As we just said, you know, actually it's one of those moments where I think Ricky Ponting, I think Maxwell faced three dot balls and, and Ricky Ponting said, oh, I bring leg spin on against him now. And uh, Fawad Ahmed comes on first ball and he smashes it straight to Ashton Turner. So I, one of those moments as a commentator, you must just love because you've said something and it's, it's materialised. But yeah, the stars, stars have not been
0: performing. In terms of the purse, court, up, I mean, obviously I'm very biased. Always been a good bowling attack. They've always got good variations in their bowling attack and an ex- experience in there as well. Andrew Tai, Jason Berendorf, Jai Richardson and Foward Abband with the uh, the spin. But it's a good sign for them at the moment that their batsmen are coming into form at just the right time. We've talk and, uh, talked about Roy, but Livingston, Monroe scoring runs, Josh English has looked really good too. Mitch Marsh, he's vastly experienced. Ash Turner comes in at six as their skipper and can hit to well he's a finisher isn't he he can hit some very quick runs uh, a lot of boxes ticked with the scorches at the moment and they're, you know, they're, they're going to go through to the playoffs now and the, they're looking good as they enter that stage of this tournament
1: it you know uh, helps us notice that momentum is such a big thing in T20 cricket they didn't start off so well they were trying to formulate their combination some people were just coming in and uh, Mitch Marsh had also got injured in between but they've just struck together mid-tournament and they've just been blazing and they're blazing the opposition yeah you're right uh, uh, traditionally, Perth Scorchers we recognize them with the good as a good bowling team, and with the Marsh brothers also doing their bit with batting. But this time, they've got uh, four absolute superstars uh, tonking the ball really well, and all are in good form. So we can say they are favourites going into the back end of this tournament.
0: Well, Scorchers and Sydney Sixers look as, well, they are going to be in the playoff race now. Um, Sydney Thunder are in third, they're on 27 points, um, just five behind the Sixers. It's not got a bit to do to guarantee their progression as well. And really, Sydney Thunder, Brisbane Heat, Melbourne Stars, Adelaide Strikers, Hobart Hurricanes. It's a battle between those five sides to take the three places to join the Scorchers and the Sixers in those playoff positions. <laughs> BlueCrocodile.co.uk Sort your mortgage in a snap. Are you a first-time buyer with your eyes on that dream house? Are you wanting to move or looking for a better mortgage deal? Let Blue Crocodile find the right mortgage for you. 10% deposit mortgages are returning. If you need to know how much you can afford to borrow... Just visit bluecrocodile.co.uk. The bluecrocodile.co.uk, cricketer of today's matches. Just one one name from you, chaps, over the two games that we've had today. The easiest of decisions, because we've seen some good performances across the board from the teams in this one. But Sam, if you're going to take me to an individual that you think has uh, been the leading light of today's play, who would you take me to?
2: Tough one, isn't it? Because particularly across two games. I think it's it's the highest scorer across the two games, the one that the losing side I might be right in Nick Larkin so uh, Roy and Chris Lynn both got 50s at the top of the order oh, I'll please you James I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suck up to you a little bit and you're you know as the host and keep inviting me on and go for Jason Roy I think with his 50 odd for the Scorchers because as you say not being the best of Nick but that was him at his at his best and if you're going to have a good part of the tournament it better be the second half than the first half provided your team can stay in it
0: well that earns you nothing that sucking up it's just uh, <laughs> it's frowned upon frowned upon our <laughs> boy yourbluecrocodile.co.uk Okay, cricketer today's match.
1: Yes, quite similar thoughts as Sam's, but I'll go the other way. I'll actually choose... Um Chris Lynn and uh, my reasoning is that uh, of course uh, Roy also played a similar innings, but Brisbane are a little vulnerable. They badly need uh, Lynn stepped up when it really mattered. So I'll 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 go for Lynn instead.
0: I'll tell you what I'm going to bottle it. I'm not going to make the decision. I think Jason Roy, Chris Lynn, as Abai and Sam have said, they both played their parts in the, in their team successes today. And today's Blue UK cricketer of today's matches is cricketers. They're going to share it. Chris Lynn and Jason Roy take the award. From today's games mortgages are simpler than you think when you have a crocodile on your side blue crocodile making mortgages snappy and simple visit bluecrocodile.co.uk. follow them on twitter at blue croc money or find them on facebook blue crocodile right then we're going to call who wins this big bash now very quickly what I want to do is go through the remaining group fixtures of this uh, competition and we're going to choose our winner there's three of us so we're going to have a deciding vote which will be me obviously because I am the cricket badger but we'll basically add the points to the existing group and we will find out who is going to be the top five and we'll play the playoffs and we'll find out who is going to win BBL10 so let's go into tomorrow's games first Sydney Thunder taking on the Adelaide Strikers I don't need reasons I just need your winner who wins that game Sam
2: Adelaide Strikers. Abai. Should be Strikers.
0: My vote is not needed then. Adelaide Strikers are going to take the points from that one. I'm going to have to award four points, aren't I? Because we can't mess around with the big bash boost points in this game. So they get four points to their tally. The uh, Thunder will stay on 27 after 13. So that's the first game. Sydney Sixers against the Hobart Hurricanes. Abai.
1: I'm hoping for Hobart.
0: You're going to go Hobart. Sam. Sydney Sixers. (laughs) I think the Sixers win that as well. I'm sorry, Abai. I'm sorry. So this, Sixers will uh, take the four points from that. That'll take them back to the top of the table and it'll mean that the Hobart Hurricanes are down there in seventh still and uh, needing a... Well, that would mean they're out of the competition, actually. That a defeat to the Sixers could end Hobart's hopes in one go. Um, moving on to Monday, Adelaide Strikers against the Sydney Thunder. I'm going to go first with this one and I'm going to go with the Thunder to win that game. I think they're playing good cricket
1: at the moment. Abai? Yes, Thunder uh, should, should make it, yes. So I'm sorry, Sam, but you
0: don't even get the chance to defend your side That takes the Thunder to 31 points. It means that the Adelaide Strikers will lose that game and stay on 28. Still in contention, Sam, so don't despair just yet. Still in contention. I'm I'm interested
2: how on Sunday the Abba's gone for the Strikers and then on the Monday, having lost, the Thunder are...
0: ahead oh, that's how these tournaments work Sam anybody can beat anybody Tuesday Brisbane Heat against the Perth Scorchers it's obvious who's going to win this one isn't it Oh
1: uh, yes uh, ideally uh, Scorchers <laughs> was
0: that me influencing Abai do you think do you think I, I, might, <laughs> I might have misused my uh, my power there Sam so what about
2: you yeah uh, you know just dropping it in there Saturday. yeah I agree Scorchers it's alright the
0: Scorchers win that game then that means that Scorchers that means they finish on uh, 36 points because obviously we're giving the boots point to them as well it means the Brisbane Heat will uh, have to after their 14 games, will finish on 25. Interesting, interesting. It's still alive and kicking. Renegades against the Hobart Hurricanes, aboy. Hobart. Sam. Hobart. Well, that uh, means I don't have to even give my opinion. Um, Hobart's win then takes them to 27 points. And it means the Renegades, Rock Bottom, see you, Aaron Finch. Good luck next year, because you are down and out, Wooden Spoon. Melbourne Stars taking on the Sydney Sixers. Sam. Huge, huge game. This, this is the last game of the group Stage this, and uh, it's going to be do or die for Melbourne Stars. Sydney Sixers have already qualified. Do they? I'm going to go
2: now, Stars, because I heard an amazing interview with Marcus Stoinis the other day, and he just seemed like such a wonderful human. I think he's going to pull a hundred out of the bag.
0: Ah, bye. Stars against the Sixers. Go for Stars. I'll go for Stars. We are giving the final game then of Big Bash to the Melbourne Stars, which means that they finish on 28 right now. Let's have a look at this one. That means that the uh, Perth Scorchers and the Sydney Sixers finish. in the top two places which I don't think is any surprise at all. In third place according to our suggestions will be the Sydney Thunder on 31 points and then the two other teams to qualify for the uh, playoff positions and they will be fourth and fifth and play off each other in that first uh, game are the Melbourne Stars and the Adelaide Strikers. We say goodbye to the Hobart Hurricanes who we got down finishing sixth the Brisbane Heat who we got down finishing seventh and the Renegades who everybody has got down as finishing last. Let's go into those playoffs then. Fourth place, fifth. In the first game, it is the Melbourne Stars against the Adelaide Strikers. Abai, the Stars or the Strikers?
1: They'll go for Stars.
0: Sam? Uh, Strikers. (laughs) I've got to decide. (laughs) I'm going Strikers. Strikers go through. Adelaide Strikers go through in that game. Right, the next game in the Big Bash will be per Scorchers against the Sydney Sixers to decide who goes straight through to the final, decide who has to go again in terms of the playoffs. Scorchers or the Sixers? Abai? Scorchers. Sam? Scorchers. Scorchers go through to the final. Good lads, good lads, good decision. So the Sixers, well Sixers are still in the uh, in the hunt, though. So the next game sees the Thunder, who finished third, taking on the Strikers for the right to play the Sixers in effectively what would be the semi-final. So the first game we have to think about: Thunder against the Strikers. Who wins that? Abai. Thunder. Thunder for Abai. Sam. Oh, thunder. Oh, I don't need to. I was going to say thunder anyway, so I'd, I'd have I'd have I'd have done it. So uh, strikers go out, the thunder stay in, and now the thunder play the sixers for the right to play the scorchers in the final, the Sydney derby. Abby who goes home? Who goes into the final? Thunder or sixers? Thunder. Sam. Yeah, I'm
2: going to say thunder as well.
0: Why not? Oh, thunder into the final against the Perth Scorchers. Perth Scorchers against the Thunder. This is for BBL 10. This is for our prediction on who's going to win. Is it the Scorchers? Is it the Sydney Thunder Sam
2: well I said it because I wanted a hailed Roy shootout and uh, I'm going to go for Jason Roy to prevail for the, the Scorchers
1: what about you our boy? probably go for the same not the same reason but Scorchers well, I'm very happy with this.
0: My team, the, the Scorchers, on our predictions, the computer says, yes, the Scorchers are going to win BBL 10. We'll find out how close we were as we go through the next few days of this big bash. There are so many fantastically, tantalisingly pivotal group games left in this competition. We probably haven't quite got that right. We will find out, won't we, over the next few days. Until then, Sam and Abai, thanks a lot for your predictions and your thoughts today.
2: You're welcome, Thank James. You. Thank, go and get some sleep. <laughs> yeah, I was yes. up, at,
0: up at 3.30 this morning, up at three. 30 a.m. tomorrow to do this Sri Lanka England test match that's good fun as well we will talk about that probably tomorrow in tomorrow's show because that's shaping up to be a really good test match over there thank you everybody for listening to these BBL 10 daily podcasts thanks to bluecrocodile.co.uk for their continued support of these pods give us a follow on Twitter at cricket underscore badger like subscribe leave a nice comment do all of those nice things that you can do to podcast on whatever platform you listen to the Cricket Badger podcast on I've been James the Cricket Badger and I'll see you again tomorrow
2: Big Bash 10. Thanks for listening. We'll bring you another edition of the Cricket Badger Big Bash Daily Podcast in association with bluecrocodile.co.uk tomorrow. See you then.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.